You might already know this about me, but I worked as a critical care nurse in trauma and neuroscience for 10 years before starting my own business. I had reached the top of my career path reporting directly to the CEO by the time I was 26 and realized if I wanted to go further, I would need to go back to school to get another degree or spend the next 40 years doing the same thing until I could retire. You might be at a similar point in your career. You're successful by most standards. Your friends and family would call you crazy if you walked away from your cushy paycheck and stable benefit package right now. But you've realized something really important. None of that success on paper makes you happy. You're wondering, what do I have to do to start feeling successful? If you're thinking, how did you know I was thinking that, Tara? Then you're going to love this episode. I remember being at a point in my life where I could choose to continue in the direction I was heading or take a completely new path. Many people want to run away from their current situations, but we all know that running away rarely solves anything. The same problems we had at the last job, in the last city, with the last relationship, they usually follow us into the next one. I decided that I didn't want to stay on the same path. I didn't want to run away. And so I started running towards something new and different. If you had asked me in that moment what exactly I was running towards, I wouldn't have known that six months later, I'd be starting my own business. Sometimes when you run towards something new, it's not because you have everything figured out. It's because you know that whatever life throws at you in the future has to be better than a future that is exactly the same as where you are right now. At the time, I thought I was going to grad school, but as I look back on that moment of deciding and choosing to take action on that decision to turn my life around, I realized there were some key habits I had to overcome in order to make that happen. And I wanna share those with you to help you bridge the gap between where you are and where you wanna be. Because if you've been thinking about doing something for longer than six months and you haven't taken action yet, you're setting yourself up for a life of regret. So I've created a free resource that you can start using towards feeling successful and making it a part of your regular routine. And you can start building habits that support your happiness. If you're ready to start working on achieving greater happiness the same way you work on achieving greater success, head on over to tararaybradford.com slash feel hyphen successful and get my free guide. Hi, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Handle Everything podcast, the place where people who have a lot on their plate come to learn how to handle everything. I'm your host, Tara Bradford. Did you know that the average adult makes 35,000 decisions per day? We make decisions without even noticing them. Can you imagine what your life would be like if you pondered all 35,000 decisions every single day and got stuck on all of them? You would never get anything done. But while we usually don't get stuck on decisions like which way to go to work or when to go to the grocery store, 
we do get stuck on meaningful decisions. And those meanings that we assign to our decisions are very individualized and unique to us. When I started telling people I had decided to move across the country from New York City to Las Vegas, people said things like, wow, that seems very sudden. Las Vegas, why would you move there? But I thought you loved New York City. Is everything okay? Why would you do that in the middle of a pandemic? The list goes on, but with limited information on why living in Vegas was meaningful to me, other people started interpreting what it meant to them. This is why whenever you're making a decision, it's best to decide before you start telling people because otherwise their opinions and questions could change your mind or worse, leave you stuck avoiding making a decision at all because you're getting conflicting information. And the thing that's most surprising is, even though I believe people generally have good intentions, their advice and questions are often negative and make you second guess your decision. In other words, they think they're helping you, but they're making it worse. So I wanted to take this opportunity to share the five reasons we get stuck on big decisions in life so you can see if you're in these stages and then find a path to move forward. Then other people's opinions aren't going to keep you stuck and keep you from moving forward and taking action and making a decision. Whether you're asking other people what they think or sharing, I might do this, or I'm thinking about doing that and not really committing to your decision or you're researching and the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know anything and that's keeping you from analyzing the data you do have. These are the five things you have to stop doing to get through if you're going to make decisions confidently. Even when other people don't think your decision is a popular or good one. There are five main reasons we get stuck on the quote unquote big decisions in life, like moving across the country. And if you start telling people you're thinking of doing something, but you haven't decided yet, then all of a sudden you not only have your own meaning applied to that decision, but you also have everyone else's meaning piled on top of it. And that makes these five reasons people get stuck even worse for you. Here are the five research-backed reasons people get stuck on the big decisions, even though we're all masters of decision-making because our brains make 35,000 decisions a day. And we only focus on the ones that we get stuck on. And then we tell ourselves, I'm bad at making decisions, which isn't true. You're actually wired to make decisions all day, every day. So here are the five reasons you're getting stuck. Number one, analysis paralysis. This means you're overanalyzing and overthinking every detail. You're leaving no rock unturned and you're studying every possible outcome. Number two, extinction by instinct. This is the opposite of analysis paralysis. 
where you take action on the very first thing that comes to your mind without giving it a second thought, without researching anything. Reason number three, people get stuck on making a decision is information overload. Information overload is when you give up on making the decision because the amount of information you've found exceeds the number of tools you have available to process it. Your brain can only hold so much information before it gets overloaded. This is what analysis paralysis can turn into if you keep researching every single detail. You'll overload your brain. So if you're out there doing tons of courses, reading five books a week, and doing all the things that the gurus tell you to do when it comes to educating yourself, but you're not scheduling time to implement the things that you're learning, then you are setting yourself up for information overload. Reason number four is decision fatigue. And decision fatigue is when you make a lot of decisions every day and over time it wears you down and it wears your decision-making skills down. And I mentioned 35,000 decisions a day is normal. So you're making a lot more decisions than that and it's kind of like willpower. You can only do so much and then you need to take a break. So two potential signs that you might be experiencing decision fatigue are impulse decisions, which means you feel tired and you just wanna get things done or get them over with and so you just decide and you tell yourself you don't care about the decision or the outcome and it doesn't matter. And the second sign that you might be experiencing decision fatigue is avoiding decision-making altogether. So you stop looking for solutions or information and bury your head in the sand. Now this is different than avoiding decision-making because you don't wanna be wrong or you don't want to hurt someone's feelings or you don't wanna make the wrong decision. It just means that you decide making that decision is not important right now and you don't wanna deal with it. And reason number five, why most people get stuck when making big decisions is post-decisional dissonance. And this means you're worrying or afraid that you're going to make the wrong decision. So you don't make a decision. So how did I overcome these five things to make a decision about moving my life from New York City to Las Vegas? First, I started thinking about it in January, even though I moved at the end of May. And I put it on my calendar to really focus on thinking about it in March. Then COVID-19 and quarantine happened and all of the ideas I had about the pros and cons of staying versus leaving went out the window and I delayed weighing those pros and cons until I had more information in April. I evaluated what was important to me in this new world because life as we know it has changed and hopefully it will be changing for the better even though it feels really painful right now. And those three things were family, health, and my career. And so I had my top three priorities. Then I asked myself, how many of those top three priorities did staying in New York City fulfill for me? And how many of those top three priorities did moving to Las Vegas fulfill for me? And then I had my answer. 
So I had to break down the action steps towards making it happen. And I had to ask myself, when is the best day to leave? Then what resources do I need to tap into to help me do this? Who can I ask for help? Where will I live when I get there? Is it safer to drive or to fly? And if I choose to drive, how can I make a really long road trip more enjoyable? At the core of it all was my why. I had to go back to why did I start a business in the first place? The answer was freedom. Location freedom, time freedom, creative freedom, financial freedom. And I was so busy building the business that I didn't realize I wasn't exercising my freedom that I had created. At the end of the day, it was an easy decision because it aligned with my core values and my why. And I could do it safely without compromising my health or the health of anybody else around me. Decision-making skills are not something we're born with or maybe not even taught in school. It's something we learn from trial and error throughout our entire lives. The first step to learning from past decision-making sticky points is to have the awareness that you're getting stuck in these decisions. From there, you can find the path forward to getting unstuck and start small. If you're someone who can't decide where to go for dinner because of decision fatigue at the end of your workday, find a creative way to start deciding that's different from what you've always done and try it out to see if it works. So there you have it. How I decided to move across the country during a pandemic and the five reasons why a lot of people get stuck on the big decisions in life. I'll run through the list one more time just to recap so you can make sure you avoid these common pitfalls that are holding you back from taking action and moving forward towards your goals. Decision-making trap number one, getting stuck overthinking or overanalyzing every detail of the decision. The more you know, the more you realize what you don't know. Decision-making trap number two, acting on your impulses without pausing to think them through. In other words, you're taking action without any information ahead of time. Decision-making trap number three, collecting so much information and learning so many new things without implementing them or acquiring the tools and skills you need to be able to implement them. Decision-making trap number four, you make so many decisions all day long, every day, that you can't imagine making one more decision so you don't do anything. You don't gather information and you don't decide. Decision-making trap number five, worrying you're going to make the wrong decision and being afraid you'll regret it. My hope for you is that you'll be able to avoid some of these traps in the future or at least be aware of when you're falling into them because you will, so that you can make the right decisions for you to move forward. That's the only difference between you and the top 1% of people in your industry. They kept going and you can too. Thank you so much for joining me. I loved recording this episode for you. I think I'll do some more solo episodes so we can keep having these conversations. If there's something you have a question about, find me on Instagram at Tara Ray Bradford and send me a DM with your question. I would love to answer it on the show. 
Until then, here's to handling everything on your plate. Have an extraordinary day.